0: From Sales Loft Podcast, it's No Nonsense Sales with your tour guide through the alphabet wilderness of sales jargon, Tom Boston. Welcome one and all to No Nonsense Sales. The clue is in the title. This is a straight talking B2B podcast where we get straight to the root of sales. There's no messing about, there's no jokes, no fluff. And no nonsense. And regular listeners at this point are thinking, well, Tom, there's always a little bit of nonsense from you at the beginning and usually at the end. Yes, that's that's fair. Welcome, everybody, new and old. This is an alphabetical look at the sales jargon we all love to hate, and we are entering the back end of the alphabet. It gets a bit tricky towards the back end, especially with the letter X. This week's phrase, we've gone for X, Y, Z, And in the sales world, that phrase normally is a placeholder in a sales email. So your email might sound something like this. Hello, insert name here. I hope you are well. You have to hope people are well in sales emails. It's the rule. We've been helping a lot of similar organizations with problem XYZ. Let's have a 15 minute meeting. I'll change your life, etc, etc. And it's that part of the prospecting process that we're focusing on this week, the X, Y, Z, the problem. Easy to skip over that part, really, in sales. If you're prospecting someone in charge of, let's say, revenue, you might say, okay, we can help you with revenue. You want more revenue, probably. That's probably a problem. So what I'll do is I'll whack that into a prospecting email and hope for the best. But actually, as a modern seller, you need to go one step further. You actually need to live and breathe your buyer's XYZ. When you understand your buyer's pain points, you can understand them. You can relate to them. You can communicate with them on a level. Demonstrating that you understand the struggles of your buyer opens up opportunities to then present your solution to solve their needs. And a lot of sellers just focus on themselves. I know I did for a long time. But whether it's a sales email, a sales call, a piece of LinkedIn content, a prospecting video, whatever it may be, it should be about your buyer's X, Y, Z, their problems. Because when your buyer can see that you feel their pain, they'll be more likely to choose you as the person to help them heal it. My guest this week has been solving problems for years. He is David Meyer, Managing Director of SD Services and Chief revenue officer at Clarify. Having been in the world of sales for a long time, he now empowers growth and change in sales and marketing. It's really great to have someone with so much experience on the show, but I kicked off the show by asking if I could say that David was a somewhat veteran of the sales world.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll go with veteran. That's that's a a polite way of putting it. Yeah.
0: What is the difference between a sales team now, the modern seller that that you might be working with and then sales teams back then right 20 years ago is there a big difference have things changed
1: i think things definitely have changed i would say the teams themselves probably haven't changed a great deal you know the 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 people what they care about where they want to get to uh, you know the ambitions they have i don't think those things have, have changed a great deal at all but if you look at um the tools in particular um those have fundamentally changed when when i started my career as an sdr in kind of Year two thousand uh, in the last, one of the previous uh, downturns, I had a phone, I had a bit of email, but email was quite uh, not a new thing, but it was it was still a bit out there, um, and the idea of using it for prospecting was a bit different, um, and and that was pretty much it. Um, companies didn't really have very good websites if they did, they were pretty basic. So so yeah, I think the tools have moved on a huge amount, and the process and the people have had to follow to a degree.
0: And you kind of slipped into one of my pieces of content that i put out <laughs> recently which was when i started back in sales all i had was a phone and a pen right because i've heard that before uh yes. or a phone book yeah all i had was a phone book but now that we've got more tools than ever at our disposal do you think that's a good thing Do you think that's a bad thing Um, uh, where do you stand on that like you know the sellers have more time to prioritize now with with more tools what does that look like for you and your teams that you work with
1: I think the, the best people make the best of those tools. So, in fact, you probably see it. There's a Formula One car behind me. When they brought in things like traction control and active suspension and things like that, there was this big fear that it was going to take away from the driver's talent. And the reality is the good guys were still just as good because they knew and spent time and invested time in how am I going to use those tools to be even better? Um, and so I think it, it arguably closes the gap a little bit between the very best and and the kind of good or average. Um, but it, it doesn't, you still have to be good. Uh, you still have to know how to use the tools. You still have to be able to ultimately people buy from people. And, and a huge part of that is still going to be there. I think if you look at things like AI now, I think the creativity that the individual brings to how they use that AI, how they tap into it is going to be the a, a key component in differentiating performance in there.
0: Love that. So you mentioned there, that... Uh, good salesperson and the next question i have for you is what makes a good salesperson a great salesperson so what is it for you that sticks out when you're looking at sellers to to really make them great
1: i i think a bunch of it is um is very difficult to um to teach if you like there's a, a chunk of it that if we look at how we select our people there's a, a kind of uh, iceberg effect if you like there's the things you can assess in an interview their experience how they come across that kind of thing there's a load that you need to dig a bit deeper for so are they smart enough they have to be really smart to be great um, but then they they have to have the right values and the right motivations the things that that make them want to do, to be good and great at what they're doing and, and push beyond um that that's kind of innate and probably was there when they were seven or eight years old might have been applied in a different way and then you're building the skills and knowledge and capability on top of that. So so I think there's there's a bunch of it that you it's not impossible to change but it's going to be a long hard slog for somebody to to fundamentally change what they care about, how they they turn up every day, the work ethic they bring, those kinds of things. Um and then the knowledge and the skills they can absolutely learn and develop and, and get better at. So yeah, that's, that's my short answer is they're, they're both made and, uh, and born, if you like, if you want to, the old nature-nurture kind of argument.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned there um, the interview process when, you, when you're speaking to sellers. And one of the, the phrases and terms that always comes out on those processes is problem-solving. Now, do you think that modern salespeople are, are good at solving problems or, or spend enough time on problem solving?
1: So uh, it's very difficult. If I characterize all salespeople the same, that, that's not gonna be great, is it? I think I think we have a problem in sales. My personal kind of uh, crate to stand on is that uh, you've got a, a buying process and a sales process and salespeople, generally speaking, 80% of them are really good at running a buying process customers decided they've got a problem, customer knows they need to fix it, wants to look at the options, wants the best possible price, how do we drive and navigate them through that process? I think there are relatively few that are really good at, um, at helping a customer realise they have a problem they didn't know they had um, and and getting them to, to start pulling other resources around them to start solving that problem. So how do you identify the gap between where they are today and how they're operating and where they could be operating or their goals, their ambitions um, and bring that to the surface. Um, I think there are, there are some fantastic people out there, but it's, it, there are fewer of those than there are really good kind of uh, process runners who will help you buy.
0: So, the, so the really good ones that are out there then what, what are they doing differently to really get to know their buyers? X, Y, Z is the title of this podcast, right? To get to know their buyers, Problems. Uh, what What are they doing on a daily basis to make sure that they do uh, really fully understand the the problems of their buyers?
1: Yeah, so I, I think they're they're doing their homework, um, which is a bit boring and a bit hard work. But um, but it, before I became a, a salesperson, I was a bit lost and didn't know what to do. And I started out in down the path of a science degree, doing marine biology. And I think sales brings a lot of that methodology to it. Work work out your hypothesis. What do you think their problems are based on the research that you've done? Go and look at the website, go and look at what people are doing on social, um, know a bit about what goes on in their industry, their organization, them as an individual and their role, um, and then develop a bit of a hypothesis, then go and test it and refine it. Because you're probably not quite right, but if you're closer than most people, you're gonna have a chance of of having a conversation about what's going on. And then then you're into classic kind of sales training area which is how do you ask good open and closed questions to to build a picture of what's going on in that organization for that individual try and connect that to value in some way pull the numbers together to 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 build a story for why they need to change and why they need to do it now
0: yeah so you mentioned you mentioned homework there and that's one of the things that sellers you know they don't want to waste the time doing all that for they David you know but it's got it's got, it's got to be done but okay. I, I don't know what you think of this this is what i found when i was a, a seller actually sometimes doing too much research can be a mistake right because you're never going to mm-hmm. know as much about an organisation as the person that you're prospecting right okay. so i think it's about i think it's about having a balance of having some understanding but then also being curious to to learn more uh, a huge mistake I made in the early days of my career was trying to sound like an expert on everything and with this accent that is sometimes quite difficult right but I think what I learned was actually if i can if if I can be curious and I can be inquisitive uh, about people's organizations and their setup, then that really opened up the doors to to have better conversations what 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 do you think of that?
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't want to come across like uh, like the answer is to be the smart Alec who thinks he knows all the answers. That doesn't work. You you have to come from a a more um, inquisitive and humble kind of position. But I think it's uh, it's what I wouldn't want to do is turn up in a meeting where I'm asking them all the same questions that I could have got online. Um, you know the really basic stuff, um, because then you're you're wasting their time. You're not using their time efficiently and effectively. Um, and also that you're trying to find a way of being a bit different. Um, and my view is the questions you ask can make you different. Um, but you're absolutely right. It's re- it's a, There's a Goldilocks kind of window in there of um, too little, too much and, and what's just right. Um, and, and I can't do justice to how you do that in 10 minutes. But, um, but there, there's a, a bunch of process that you can put around. How do you teach people what to look for, what to ignore, what not to get delving into? They don't need to become the kind of financial um analyst who's now going through their their annual report looking for the finite detail. They really don't need to do that. But at the same time having a basic understanding of you know is this business profitable? Is it growing? Is it shrinking? You know, and, and what how does that perhaps tie into the capabilities you've got? And if it doesn't, don't bother doing, don't research that. It's it's interesting, but it's not going to help you. So yeah, it's it's how do you balance all of that?
0: And speaking of getting that that balance right what would be something that a seller could do uh, to demonstrate a clear understanding of their buyer's pain points? Have you have you come across uh, any tried and tested methods of, oh yeah, I've gone down this route with my team, and that's really helped them to, to demonstrate an understanding of pain points?
1: I think um, everybody probably uh, plays this playbook, which is that other people in your role in your industry have shared problems A, B, and C. You know which of these is most important to you that that kind of playbook works really well if you've done you know a bit of broad-based homework but but it's still a lot of people are now doing that so as with all these things once everybody starts doing it it's not different anymore you, you're going to have to build on top of that and and so you're looking for some specificity around what they're doing again if i drag it back to ai for a minute i think there's an opportunity to kind of link some of these things you know if i know what they're interested in on a personal level and i've got a, a, a kind of business connection that i can make get ChatGPT to write a poem about the two or whatever whatever you know however your creativity flows get get it start putting those pieces of information together in a way that that gets somebody to sit up and pay attention because they're getting bombarded the that is the one thing that has changed in the last 20 years is a there are more channels but each of those channels of communication is so packed full of stuff that people are having to Filter really fast on the basis of the information they're getting. I mean, Tom, you, you probably don't remember, but you were the sales developer who who first got into us as a as a organisation, and and ultimately we we kind of came on board as as sales off customers, and and when I talked to the team that spoke to you, they said you did a, a you know a really a, a very good job of differentiating right from the outset, mostly off the questions that you asked. You'd done a little bit of homework, and then you were asking good questions about what was going on for us and inferring what the kinds of problems we might face would be.
0: Well, David, they always say, end on a high. And uh, I can't think of a higher end than you saying I'm good at sales. So I think we should look at rounding off the podcast, but no, that's really great feedback to to hear. And, and thanks so much for that. But yeah, I, nothing's changed for me. Right. I think that it's something I speak to people about all the time now, right? You're just trying to show someone that you, care about what they're going through you've shown an understanding of what they're going through and you might potentially have a solution right not pretending you've got all the answers but at least there's a conversation to be had uh, so thanks for telling that story and i'll give you that uh, i'll give you that 10 quid that i promised you for, for saying that after after the recording uh, but we uh, we end david of course with a sales pump up song uh, can you first tell us cuz i know what the song is cuz you told me before but can you first tell us why you've chosen uh, this song and, and why it is your pump-up song and then we'll talk about what the song is.
1: I, I think I challenge anybody to listen to this song and not get pumped up by the end of it or, or even 30 seconds into it. I think it um, obviously the story itself is is about um, an individual who's at, at a low point but has an opportunity, has to grab it, has to go for it and I think yeah you know, we're, we're literally two days from the end of our quarter and the end of our year it can feel that that kind of from low to high quite quickly um, yeah, so I, that's that's my rationale. I think uh, I challenge anybody to come away going, "Oh, that was a bit dull."
0: <laughs> Love that. So, do you want to uh, introduce the song then, and uh, and tell our listeners of the song that you've brought in?
1: Yeah, so I'm definitely not doing a duet with you on uh, Eminem "Lose Yourself."
0: Fantastic. I look forward to doing a a Northern version of uh, <laughs> Eminem. Thanks so much for your time, David, and great insights on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. Thank you, thank you everybody, so kind, so kind. Please do take a seat. This is my attempt at Eminem's Lose Yourself. Um, Not great at rap. I've decided to use the melody to Obladi Oblada for this cover. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already, mum's spaghetti. He's nervous on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs, but he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. Choking now, joking now, clocks run out, time's up. Un- okay then, there it was, and if the acapella, Eminem, Beatles mashup. You know wasn't for you then why not listen to that track in full sang as it was meant to actually sound on the no nonsense sales playlist available on spotify I tell you what while you're there why not subscribe to the no nonsense sales podcast on spotify or on your favorite podcast player or of course you can simply visit salesloft.com slash podcast